Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it. Yeah, so Andrew, there are so many fun ways to kill people. Oh wow, that's how we're going. Well, you don't agree with me on that? Well, no, this is just an interesting way to start the episode. Well, I'm just saying, when I play video games, there are some good ways to kill Uh people, and some ways which are just a little bit boring. And don't get me wrong, killing is always fun. Okay, in video games, uh, yeah, yeah. Didn't I say that? No. Well, I don't know. I'm just going to double check for everybody in video games. Yeah. Okay. Well, so we know we want to talk about this week. Obviously, our listener does too. They've seen the title of the episode, so let's let's get the ball rolling, Andrew. What are some of your uh, the greatest weapons at your disposal? You think maybe (laughs) maybe not even in video games, right? Yeah, well, you know what? Since I am a pacifist, you yeah. know, I think my greatest weapon is my words. Oh, speaking oh, truth oh, to power. Andrew, mm-hmm. now that is, you know what? Mm-hmm. True to you, that is very witty. Thank and you. And I'm upset, actually, that I let you go first because I okay. I kind of uh, see myself in the same way. I am I am also very witty. Okay, yep. Uh, and, and somewhat of a pacifist. I don't like to get my hands dirty. No. So my weapon of choice, okay. mustard gas. Oh my God, Mikey, really? Yeah, well, yeah, you just huck it in a trench or two yeah. and let it do its dirty work. It's, yeah. it's the, it's, it's Holy genius. Holy smokes. Yeah, it's genius. I think it's also not allowed by the Geneva Convention. Yeah, I'm not uh, an enormous fan because here's the problem. When, <laughs> yeah. when, when you play by those rules, uh-huh. the enemy knows what you're going to do. Right. Yes. Like yes. I want to throw glass shards in their eyes and <laughs> yeah. sand in their mouth. Oh, wow. Okay. Why can't sand, I do that? Sand in their mouth. Like open up, uh, sand. Oh, uh, you've seen me fight before. Yes, I, uh, Mikey the war criminal Aaronworth. Yes, yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, well, I told you I was a bad boy. <laughs> well, if that is if that is off your list, I can't wait to see what's actually on your list. Well, you're going to find out. Oh. And so will all of our listeners as we count down the top 10 greatest video game weapons of all time this week on the Retrograde Podcast. Welcome to the Retrograde Video Game Podcast, where this week we talk about our favorite ways to kill people in video games. Oh, yeah. That's a, they, they, our lawyers made us add that one. My oh. name is Andrew Baskin, but with me, as always, is the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Oh, sorry, sorry. The bad man of podcasting. Oh, Jesus. Mr. Mr. Uh, B. B-Mop. B-Mop? Oh, B-Mop. No, mi- no. No, bad boy of. Yeah, B-Mop. Bad B- B-Mop. Yes, the B-Mop of podcasting. Uh, Mikey Aaronworth. Yeah, that's good. We'll, we'll work on that. Don't worry. This is only take one. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you know, I gotta be honest with you, Andrew. Mm-hmm. I don't like B-Mop. You don't like B-Mop? I like Bebop. Mm. I like being the bad boy of podcasting, not the bad man of podcasting. I'm not gonna lie. Bad man of podcasting makes you sound like you've done something absolutely horrible. And given some of the things that people <laughs> accuse me of saying on this podcast, I'm not saying whether I said them or not. Real Frank Underwood of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, my <my> friend. <laughs> I wish I had a ring. I'd clap a couple times on the table. Uh, yeah, no, I, a bad man is like, is like somebody very innocent going like bad man. Yeah. And you're like, oh no, what did I do? Oh, oh God. Man. Have you, has anyone ever done that for, to you? Has lo- pointed at me and said bad man? Yeah. No. It feels awful. Somebody has done that to you? Like, yeah, yeah, a few times. A few times. You've never had that happen. No. Ever? No. No little kid has ever looked at you in public and tugged on their their parents yeah pinky yeah and said batman yeah no no i've nev- never no, never this happened multiple times to you what did you do steal from I, like the salvation army bucket or i tried to steal a kid from the salvation bucket oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bucket. you're like somebody was going by like donating child well, and you're like here's the child. Thing. anything that's in there you you can eventually it's going to make its way to a store and you can then take it right i'm saving the middleman i'm saving right. the transport yes they should be thanking you. They should be thanking mm-hmm. me. Uh, uh, in this economy? It didn't have a kid in there. Right. But I figured I, there was a little fucking brat. Yeah. Huck him in the bin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all anyone sees is me bringing him out. Right. 
And then he fucking goes and tells on me like right, the right. He can was I, just fighting with his parent. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's. Can I ask for what purpose you were stealing this child? And please keep this as bright as possible. No, you cannot. Okay. And that's probably for the best. Same lawyer who told me I had to say in video games <laughs> told me that I had to say you're not allowed to ask that question. So we'll retire B Mop at the end of this podcast because I'm going to say it definitely one more time, and then we'll go back to B Bop. We will. Uh, uh, that's right. I am B Bop. Mike Aaronworth. You are Andrew Baskin. We are yes. your two favorite video game journalists that you've never heard, never of. heard of. And this week. We're going to be counting down, as we've mentioned three times now, mm -hmm. our top 10 best gaming weapons yes. of all time. Uh, I'm excited to get into this because there's such a wide variety of, oh. of weapons. Like, is it swords? Yes. Is it wit, as you said? <laughs> yes. Is yes. it mustard yes. gas? Yes. <laughs> it could be anything. It could be anything. You know, it's so funny. Uh, to, the, to the listener at home, to the watcher on YouTube, I, I, I can't begin to describe that when Mikey... <laughs> Mikey the watcher? Like, singular? The single watcher, uh, Ruthu the watcher. What's his name? Utu? Uwatu. Uwatu the watcher yeah. from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Not Tuomo Rutu, the old Pittsburgh Penguins player. Of course not. Absolutely. <laughs> but he's always, he's, he's a real voyeur. He's a real perv. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a bad man. Well, he was always uh, watching from the bench. Yeah. Didn't get much playtime. <laughs> there we go. Um, Mikey was looking at his Excel sheet before we started. Yes. And like, honestly crafting it like Scorsese editing a film. He's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. If I take out, <laughs> boo, 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 what's 14? I'm like, it's only the top 10. He goes, no, 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 this matters. And I'm like, why, <laughs> why? It's, I can't begin to describe how much thought uh, has gone into this. So we're going to talk about, it's the top 10 best, but also yes. our favorite yeah. uh, weapons of video games. Yeah, I think they, they're they're informed somewhat subjectively and and we'll we'll get into the list and kind of our thinking behind why mm. each of the, or, or what kind of uh, the, the determining factor behind a lot of our selections on the list. But before we do that, Andrew, okay. I want to ask, yeah. yeah you've been playing some games lately yes been, i've been, been playing video games you've been uh, i know you've been kind of on a journey of discovery through the far cry cinematic universe <laughs> uh is that have you have you have you been sticking with far cry 6 you've been playing anything I else i have i've slowed down a little bit this is exactly what i did with horizon zero dawn where i played the first one flew through it yeah loved it great yeah. so much fun next one comes out and i'm like yeah i get to play next one and you're like man you put a lot of time into this world and i'm like and i'm already doing this and as much as far cry especially six to five is very different five uh, you know, cult in middle America. Uh, number six is the liberation yes. of, uh, of, of a South American country, let's say a Caribbean country. And, uh, and, uh, it, they're very different, but yet at the same time, this big expansive world still plays on the same gears, like still plays on the same, like, let's steal this car. Yep. Let's drive away. Like, you know, and so things that were fun and quirky are now annoying. Uh, like they're like, Oh yeah, this, <laughs> this is legitimately, I'm not making this up. This is legitimately a mission. A pelican uh. ate something. And so we've got to chase after this pelican okay. to get the thing that that thing ate. Okay. So it's an excuse. Was it a baby? No. They're not supposed to swallow. That's the problem. <laughs> it's me putting two. Oh, no, that's a stork. Sorry. Yeah, a stork. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. The storks are, are doctors, essentially, <laughs> delivering your babies for you. Um, and I'm chasing after this pelican because it's essentially a way to teach you about your wingsuit. Okay. So to like glide and kind of follow sure. after it, except I can, I, it's not a great system. And I, 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 and so I'm having real trouble chasing after this pelican. Okay. Uh, which yes, that I've I, heard you say that before. Honestly, chasing after the pelican. Yeah. yeah. Is, is, it's my code for heroin. I was <laughs> yeah, chasing yeah. that some people chase dragons. No, I'm chasing the pelican. Yeah. Horrifying prehistoric bird. <laughs> Uh, well, dinosaurs, pretty, you know, birds. Um, so yeah, it's, it's slowing me down a little bit on that one, but I am still having fun. I pick it up, play kind of two missions. It's just the thing is the breadth of the, like the amount of missions yeah. in this is just staggering. Like, I feel like every time I'm like, oh, I've, I've made progress. It's been four hours oh, and you've done 0.2% oh, of the I game know. and you're like, 
What the fuck? I seriously don't know that I could play two open world games in a row. Yeah. I just, that's too much for me. I already struggle with open world games and the the plethora of choices yeah. that you have and typically the longer play times that you have. Um, so I usually do a palate cleanse with something else. Yes. And uh, I've, I've been playing some cyberpunk, but it's just, it is still so complicated. And I know that in the realm of RPGs, it isn't the most complicated game, but I'm just finding it's just... If I have an hour to sit down, I mm -hmm. don't want to spend an hour reminding myself of the mechanics and looking through the menus and yeah. stuff like that. So I, I wanted to try something a little bit different, and I did. I play. I picked up this game. It's on Game Pass called Unpacking. Have you heard of it? No. It is what... Uh, uh, um, uh, I've heard people refer to this genre as Soothecore. Oh, Have okay. you heard about that? No. Is this like an ASMR thing? Or? No, not quite, but it's like the type of game like Power Wash Simulator oh, that is yeah, just yeah, very yeah. calming. Goat Simulator. Goats. Well, that's a wildly different one. That's, that's Aren't you just a goat? No. Well, you are, but you... The, the, Such simple <laughs> needs. Eat grass, maybe a can. Shoot yourself in a, off a cannon. Is that a yeah, part of the game? Yeah, Goat Simulator is is a much different game than oh, actually being a goat. Oh, now I want to play Goat Simulator. It's more like totally reliable delivery service, but as a goat. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's exciting. It is less exciting than you seem to be right I'm now. I'm so sorry. Soothecore? Soothecore. Yeah, so it, the, the, the whole premise is, is that you're unpacking someone's belongings. Uh, you play through their life over a span of like decades. Oh. So every time that this person who you don't see moves, you unpack their stuff into their new living situation. Oh. So it starts off the year is 1994. You just see a room. It's not like you're not moving or you're not moving a player character. It's like point and click. Almost. Okay. You click on a box, something comes out of the box. It could be a soccer ball. You look around the room, you look for a place to position it. You can kind of move it around and put it in the right place. There's a book. Okay. Well, here, well now you got to start to determine like, okay, what am I going to use as my bookshelf? Okay. Here, here's the book. You start putting, you just unpack all of this person's belongings yeah, yeah. and organize it as aesthetically as yeah, you can. I like this. And as you're doing it, you start to see certain items that will make a recurrence. So the first move, as an example, is into this, uh, it's a, a kid's life for sure. There's a journal that follows mm -hmm. you. So you usually see like a little bit of information there. There's like a bunch of stuffed animals and you line them all up on your bed. And you're like, this is cute. The next move 10 years later is clearly your move into a university dorm. Yeah. You do, you finish all your unpacking and you realize, oh shit, there's only there's only two stuffed animals. There used to be more. So it's kind of the purging of childhood belongings, the learn, uh, the the knowledge of how this this character has grown and yeah. you learn about them through their belongings and what what kind of comes Cute. up. Very sweet idea. And you must move in with somebody or that like like a pregnancy photo you put on the yes, fridge. Yes, exactly, or, exactly. Oh my God. That's so much better. I was just totally afraid it was like something dark and he dies or something like that. I, I mean, like a Doki Doki literature club yeah. or something like that. Maybe it does. Who knows? I haven't gotten a that far news? into it. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, oh no, I'm I want to talk to this guy <laughs> it's okay people love you so um, so far i'm i'm really liking it again i'm i'm just finding the more i realize that i'm not a triple a game fan for the most part right you know i do like my triple a games but yes but but few and far between <laughs> i love these indie games mm -hmm. i love these kind of bite-sized uh, uh explorations into something that's different from what i'm used yeah. to playing and the more i just accept that the more absolute fun i have playing yeah. games i'm discovering all these brand new experiences that i haven't had in any medium and mm. that feel wildly different than cyberpunk would by example feel compared to like a fallout or a skyrim or something like that well totally i, I totally get what you're saying like you know it's funny about cyberpunk because you know in in far cry i feel like john wick which i hope everyone enjoyed john wick oh yeah what a movie eh? <laughs> um in, and is that like every shot is just a headshot for me like i'm like 
so how much how, yeah, how yeah, difficult yeah, yeah, yeah. is this? And you know, it's kind of how I felt about Far Cry Five, where there's just count, there's too like unlimited enemies. Yeah. So you're like, well, wait, wait a second. There's millions of people in this army. Yes. You know, like, okay, whatever. See, that's when you need, you got to get the mustard gas. Yeah, mustard gas. Yeah. You, I was just like, have we thought about just torching the whole island, <laughs> starting fresh, salting the ground? Um, yeah, but you know what? Uh, Fortnite's been amazing. I don't, I don't, oh, nice. I don't need to talk to everyone about that, but the new chapter is really fun with this kind of like Tokyo uh, Blade Runner. -y. I've heard it's like a Kira kind of yeah. aesthetic, like a cyberpunk ish. A hundred percent. There's even like this really cool samurai sword. That's really awesome. And uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun so that's that is the one where instead of going to far cry and they're like have you tried a wingsuit i'm like no no i'm just nope stop i'm yep. gonna go play fortnite i know what the rules are that's good um and so that's been a lot of fun and then the other one too is i've been playing civilization six oh, on you're back uh, to uh, just, just 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 everybody everybody it's okay don't worry about it <laughs> the problem is you have become the me of this podcast in so far as you've little never kids. said anything as hurtful in your life as that ow um Okay, but I was the bad man. No, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Um, is the problem is you can get it on Switch. Oh, so now I can play it anywhere. Oh no, Andrew. And now my life is meaningless. I, I just, I, I have no purpose anymore. And you're I, starting from scratch, obviously. hundred percent. I have the anthology pack, which has now like, oh my god, seventy different civilizations that you can start up, including Canada, which is very odd to me. Yeah. I don't know. And uh, every, who's, who is the leader of Canada? You know, funny enough. Pierre Elliott Trudeau? I, I, I'm i glad. You, I'm, yeah, no, it's just Justin, Justin Trudeau. Trudeau. Everyone's really upset about it. Um, is uh, No, is that uh, they choose their leaders very interesting mm -hmm. because it's not usually the founding one uh, of any country. It's usually one that has done something that is like remarkable to Louis me. Riel. Yeah, it's Louis Riel. <laughs> wow, this is some good Canadian history. It's William actually Wilfred Laurier. McKenzie. Oh, Wilfred Laurier. Okay, and so okay. I was like, that makes sense. Okay, cool. Kind of unites up in Lower Canada. They call that kind of stuff. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. It's like Roosevelt in the States, not, yeah. not George Washington. I also think they get a couple generations away from removing any like truly problematic things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like, yeah, like, yeah, it's like George Washington's uh, special perk is slavery. And you're like, <laughs> uh, oh no, oh no. Actually, you know what though? You get a unique uh, location at each place, oh, right? Okay. And so, like in in America, you get a unique, um, like a building or something. Yeah, yeah, okay. kind of like an area. Like in, in these things, it's like encampments and settlements, like, and settlements and like things like that. And so, there's a thing that can give you a, a perk to either tourism or Percocet? Sorry. Yeah, you get to cr crush them up and then sort oh, them. Uh, the molly. Now I'm sweating. <laughs> chase ch chase that pelican. <laughs> uh, is uh, and so like in 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 America, it's the. Uh, it's like, I don't know, F-14s or something like that because that was a creation for them. And then the, the location is uh, Hollywood, like a, a film studio, which because they invented film studio right. kind of with the way it right. is now, right? And you're like, oh, that's cool. And so you see a bunch of them, you're like hanging Babylon, you could do the hanging gardens. Oh, that's really fun. And then Canada, it's- uh, I'm so curious. It's a hockey rink. I was going to say that as like, it, but I wasn't joking. I was honestly going <laughs> to guess it because I'm like, what else are they going to give us? Yep, it's a hockey rink. A Tim Hortons we maybe? Can build, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh God. We could build a, a hockey rink. And I was like, okay. Well, yeah, they're like like farm uh, mining. Uh, let's build that hockey rink over there. So like, is it just like a cultural epicenter? It's like a cultural epicenter. It's like tourism and like also amenities, which is a big part of like uh -huh. each city. You need to have things that people want to live for. Otherwise yeah. they're like, what am I doing here? Oh um, man, speaking, preach to the choir, Andrew. Yeah. I've been looking. So things to live for? Yeah, I really, I mean, it's I really podcast. wanted a kid, Andrew. No, oh no, no, you can't steal one. You gotta, you gotta either adopt or create one, okay? But why don't I let someone else do that for me? Unless you make one of them your ward and uh -huh. hope for their untimely, maybe uh, circus accident. Yes. Yeah. Andrew. There you go. That brings me to my uh, next favorite weapon, by okay. the way, is chloroform for their parents. <laughs> yes. Is Joe Chill. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, wow. I hope everyone picked up what we we're doing there. Uh, all right. Mikey, do you want to talk about your top 10 favorite I would love weapons? to talk about our top 10 favorite yes. weapons, Andrew. And no, chloroform is not on the list. No, no. Wait, let me check. Is it? Do no, you, do you no. have it there? It's no. not there. Oh, no, okay, no. that's unfortunate. Um, I would love to, Andrew. Uh, so basically, before we get into our top 10 greatest video games, uh, video game weapons of all time, Thank you. why don't you tell me a little bit about what informed your decisions for putting items on this list? Great question. Because it's not the, we're not doing the most powerful objective weapons. No. Yeah. No, it, we're not. And and also, we're not doing the most iconic. Right. Because then it would be like, well, there'd be a list and I'd be speaking about some things that don't have any personal attachment to me. Sure. And I think we've tried to do that, especially in the, when the podcast began you know whatever 15 years ago and yeah that we would talk about things that like maybe we weren't passionate about but we we knew people wanted to listen to yeah i think it's a lot more important that we talk about the things that mean something to us sure so i tried to think of first of all what off the top when i think of a video game weapon yes. what do i think of okay and so i wrote down a bunch of those and i went okay that's what i think about that's what i think about that's what i think about and then from there i thought about what are games i really love yes and then i yes. started thinking of the most iconic weapon from those games or the, or the thing that felt the best yeah and it's so funny where even some of the games that i really loved like i'm gonna spoiler red dead is not uh -huh. on mine okay no no so yeah, yeah so red you. is not on mine because there wasn't a singular gun or weapon that i was like oh that's the one if you oh, chose man. the lasso i would be like oh that makes a lot of sense lasso was going to be the one yeah. the repeater i thought but it, like yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, i don't yeah. know there's so many of them yeah so i didn't think like there's anything specific it has to be something that stands out as being unique and when you think of that game is like oh yeah yeah 100 i can't or when you pick it up you're like fuck yeah here 100%, we go 100 percent. Yeah, what about you no that that's basically to a t what what my thinking ah, okay. was as well um uh speaking of t i I, I drank a, uh, and this is so everyone knows how cultured I am. Uh, I drank a green tea before, uh, even actually during the recording of this. Wow. If someone, if anyone saw my mug, I actually kept the little label of it facing the camera. So they'd be like, is that a fucking green tea? And it is. I hope that I hope we'll get sponsored by them. If you're going to do this shilling out like that. Green tea. Well, what does it say there? Stash? No, it's that's just under my nose. Oh yeah. 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 It changed when it, you drank it. <laughs> yes. It was blank. That's a stash. <laughs> My stash I drank is mine and it went ugly. And I'm oh, like, what the oh, fuck? No. Oh no, like, God, tea. And I'm like, Ooh, I'd beat that. I'd beat the shit out of that <laughs> yeah, tea. My favorite weapon, tea. my fist when I punch tea. <laughs> Mr. T. Oh, that, I wonder actually. Yeah, if, if I if I if I picked a, a dumb thing like my fists in fight night round three. Yeah, my favorite weapon is the controller I pick up. No, oh, fuck, fuck get you. out of here. Whatever. Uh, Mikey, do you want to start? I'll, I would love to start, yeah. Andrew. Um, my my number 10 pick is a pick from a game series that is kind of back in the zeitgeist. It had okay. a recent remake. And I think one of the reasons why the game initially did well is because the conceit of the game is that you were not a warrior and you just had to use the tools at your disposal to complete uh, or sorry, to, to, to survive in this world that you were dropped in and you were an engineer. So your weapon mm. was something that was good at cutting, but wasn't necessarily a rifle of any kind. It was the iconic plasma cutter from dead space. Nice. Just such a fantastic idea for a gun in a game where headshots, as we had come to know them being like the ultimate, a headshot is what kills an animal, Absolutely. an animal or sorry, a, a child, a, no, <laughs> uh, an enemy, uh fucking oh oh man. my god you were so close there too with the lawyer's advice of going like say animal every time don't say right? human well say he, alien <laughs> say whatever why do you keep saying child Sorry, right <laughs> illegal aliens yes no 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 what? no those are humans but you're my lawyer i'm your lawyer i thought you were oh boy uh-oh just play one on a podcast. <laughs> oh, no. um, yeah, no, the plasma mm -hmm. cutter, just A, how it felt, and B, what yeah. it did. How how it's not like you you determine the orientation of horizontal yeah. to vertical so cool. to shoot off the, the limbs. And, and shoot off. 
shoot off yeah to shoot off cut off mm -hmm. with your shots absolutely um and and i i just found that that anxiety induced feeling of like i'm going to take a shot but like do i aim vertical do i aim horizontal the power of the powerful feeling of dismembering uh another human uh not animal animal uh, alien animal eight uh illegal alien sorry oh, Fucking God damn it jesus christ human being your best friend uh dismembering your whoa, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. i'm gonna take a wild assumption i am your best friend so like whoa that's uh, really insulting uh, well, also just... so nice but also <laughs> insulting okay give me your like yeah yeah well, honestly you know keep you know. <laughs> okay fine take it uh no so the plasma cutter being it i i i think you know for a game that isn't one of my favorite games of all time i yeah. have a healthy appreciation for it but i wanted to show it some love because i thought the creativity of introducing that or, or, or of including that weapon not only spoke to the creativity mm -hmm. of like you're not a warrior cutting instead of headshots and the the fun and tactile nature of the plasma cutter all around just a fantastic very fun weapon to play around with see there you go that's see that's a really good one because it's not only fun to play but it is incredibly creative yes. in the way that they've set it out so yeah. that's really that's a really good choice and yeah. that's number 10 that's number 10 man that's a you got an exciting list coming got a good up. list okay so my number 10 is going to be actually very different than yours because it's a game that i really wanted to pick uh -huh. and then i was like ah Okay, which one am I going to choose? I'm going to choose something from Fortnite. Okay. Because, and the, the problem I is- I considered picking something from Overwatch, but but ultimately didn't. See, I had yeah. trouble doing Overwatch. We got to talk about that yeah. because every gun is unique to yes. the person. Yep. So you're essentially picking a character. Yes. Uh, and that makes it a little bit different. Whereas something like Fortnite, you're picking up and there are now hundreds of guns in Fortnite, you know, depending on what is vaulted or not. And- uh, There's two, two guns sitting right across the room from you. Bang and bang. J Jack Johnson, Tom O'Leary. Lance and bangs. Lance Banks. <laughs> What's the other one? Bean or something? Lance like Bean. Lance Bean. And uh, uh, the other guy. Yeah, the other guy. Yeah, Contra, we're guy. talking Contra. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about Contra. Yeah. Um, is that it, so I want to choose something. And so inherently you go Fortnite. Well, what's the most iconic thing? The pickaxe. I can't choose pickaxe. It's not It's not enough for me uh -huh. to be like, I've never, I've only killed few people with a pickaxe and it's out of sheer desperation. Animals. Uh, yeah, uh, animals. Yep. <laughs> uh, well, you can kill animals now, but um, by choice and for sport. Maybe I should play this game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Mike Huckabee's son <laughs> simulator. Um, and, um, but, and the other one too is your pickaxe always changes. You could change it. Uh, you know, there's thousands of things you could choose from. Yeah. You know, a candy cane, uh, Thor's hammer, all this kind of stuff. So it's no longer similar among them. So I wanted to choose the gun. Just my favorite gun of Fortnite. It's called a DMR. It's kind of like a marksman rifle. I uh, is by far my favorite gun in nice. the, the thing. And so it is a sniper rifle. And instead of like the strong sniper rifle, which is like shoot and like, and you got to wait and you're like reloading. Yeah. You're like this, this one, you can fire off a bunch of shots nice. and it's just less of a, less of a focus. And this is the one where I do very well. In. So it's so, more of like a, like a repeater or something like kinda that. Kind of closer yeah, yeah, to yeah. that. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's automatic, but, uh, but it's made a hell of a gun. So the DMR for me in those kind of battle Royale games mm -hmm. or in, in any game, any sure. game where you can have a variety of weapons, are you pistol snipe you can only pick one because i know you've said you like snipers and shotguns snipers but and if you shotguns. can only pick one you got pistols rifles uh uh sniper rifles assault yeah. rifles and then like rock like explosives so i always in this one just to be safe i always choose an ar i always choose an assault rifle oh, okay something automatic and something medium length yeah. and uh you know also with fortnite right now they've they've messed around with stuff where like there's some kind of like three shot bursts and there's ones that get you into first person yep. uh, with like a red eye focus kind of thing or red dot focus. And so I just choose one that, that doesn't change my focus at all that I can just pick up really quickly oh, nice, and shoot. Nice. Um, but it's so funny. We don't talk about Fortnite here. So I'm going to take two seconds to explain sure. exactly my loadout. I'll tell you exactly what I do. Ooh, excited. Yeah, do I it. know, right? Okay. So uh, the first one will be, <laughs> I can't believe we're talking about this. So the first one is an AR. 
uh, you get five slot, five slots, right? For for health, for everything, it'll yeah. ha- you can only five spots, right? Okay. And so it's always an AR, a shotgun, or or mini like an Uzi or something like that. Yeah, and then sniper rifle, then then shields, then health. And you can automatically slot it like that. So when you pick it up, it goes into oh, that slot. Cool. Oh, cool. And then you can also do whatever you want. Like if you don't yeah. want it, you want to have five guns, you can have five guns. But if you pick it up, it knows that's where you like it. That's where I always have that's it. That's amazing. Yes. That is a great design choice. It is a great design choice. Yeah. yeah. When I found out like they're, they're, they have all these tips in between games, like while you're waiting to load. And I was like, I could do that. And I'm like, oh, this is, that saves me so much time. That's fantastic. Yeah. I do love that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, for me, I'm like a carbine. I love okay. a carbine. Like those are always like my favorite, my favorite weapons. Yeah. Or or like a, a like a repeater, like a rifle. Not not an not an assault rifle. Yeah. But just kind of like a, a maybe a semi-automatic or right, something like that. Right. Those those guns and games that for some reason I find very very satisfying. I know we're going to talk about like probably honorable mentions in a second, but you brought up Overwatch. Yeah. Since it's not on your list and it's not on my list. Yes. Can I ask you what your what your choice was? It gonna was going to be on a sniper rifle yeah, for right. sure. There's okay. something so satisfying about that and such a great gaming conceit where if you shoot your friends, you heal them. If you shoot the enemy, that you damage them. Was was I just I love that so much. What would yours be? Soldiers. It's like a, it's like a gun advocate's like dream. Like I shot my friend. <laughs> it helped them. <laughs> <laughs> they won the lottery. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it would have been soldiers just because it's closer to what I use. And yeah. like, I just think the the missile and the gun and his alt is like the greatest like through line of, yes. of three things that they can do. So yeah, obviously. Yeah. Reapers, Reapers, oh, Reaper, uh, Hellfire yeah. shotguns. I, I love as well because I've been playing some more DPS when I do get on there. But uh-huh. I'm jealous hearing you talk about over uh, uh, Fortnite and even Civilization where you just have these games you can go back to. Because at this point, I'm so far removed from Overwatch that now when I try to go back and yeah. play, I'm just not liking it as much. Right. And it was like something I wanted to shake. I wanted to shake the habit so much. And now that I'm so far removed from it, I don't have that game where I'm just like, nah, I've got 30 minutes to kill. Let me just play something. It's not... Overwatch isn't doing it for me. Can, can I excuse excuse me if I'm being a little crude here? If I'm being a little body. Oh. But it is, it feels very similar to like you're like watching pornography and you're like, hey, this is great. <laughs> and then you finish watching the pornography, like, what is this bullshit? Yeah. I, no, what am I do? Is, Why did I waste my time with this horseshit? It is very much like that. When yeah. I do spend half an hour with it, I was like, did I get anything out of that? <laughs> <laughs> you got a sweet tattoo. You got a sweet tattoo. <laughs> I love that I tattoo. Do. No, I, yeah, I yeah, do. I, I, I got it. Anna's aiming reticle yeah. on my on my arm. Um, so I'm gonna go with my number nine. Okay. I think this might be on your list and and as the rules of these lists go, yes. if there's something on the list, we save our conversation for it until it shows up higher on the next person's list. Yes. Uh, it's, Good it's, use of higher. What's that? Good use of higher. Oh, thank you Remember that was yes, a long yes, discussion yes, forever? Yeah. Yes. On these lists, is it lower, is lower or higher better? Yes, we, it's we lower on the list, determined. but it's a higher, it, yeah, okay. Yes. It's a higher on the list, yes. This was the era of gaming where multiplayer was uh was really coming to the forefront okay uh, you know one of the earlier days not not the earliest but still among the earlier days of of competitive multiplayer gaming but there was this introduction of bots in this game and sims where basically you didn't necessarily have to play with other people and then on another line you could get a weapon that kind of served as an ally for you when you didn't want to use it or you could use it as a weapon on your person it is one of the most creative games especially of the time that are creative weapons especially of the time that i've ever used it's the laptop gun from perfect dark oh mikey this is uh, quite a bit higher for me okay good yes and i cannot wait to discuss it i can't wait to discuss it oh. i'm happy it's higher on your list we will uh we'll save my uh my, my thoughts until okay later. i can't wait to talk about that number nine for me is going to be camera obscura from fatal frame oh wow so is it a weapon you'd say oh it's a camera first of all truth is the 
the biggest, <laughs> the biggest weapon I can give you at all. And second of all, this truth tells you when there are ghosts around. <laughs> it's a weapon, man. Put this in the wrong hands. Oh, no. God, get out it's of here. It's absolutely a weapon. And oh. that is great. I love that pick. I will also say this is just a cheap plug for the podcast that you are currently listening to. And uh-huh. please subscribe. But is that... We very early on in this podcast, in one of the first retro graves, which is our our exploration of scary games, played uh, Fatal Frame. Yes. And it is one of my singularly most, like, memorable experiences recording this podcast. Uh-huh. It well, was you had such a good time doing it. Right? I had such a great time. It was so much fun. Yeah, yeah. We were laughing so hard and while no one had- embarrassed themselves. <laughs> It's just I, you having a good time. I had such a good time between Mikey screaming his brains out, which, but like, I'm also not trying to like <laughs> act like a tough guy. I was also terrified, but Mikey was yelling so much and I got so mad at Mikey. I'm like, stop. <laughs> I'm now freaking out because you're yelling. And it was one of the most fun times I've had. But that, that, that idea around a video game of a, of a, of a camera being the thing. And like, that's happened in multiple games. Like you can use a camera and sure. stuff like that. This is like one of the best ways I've ever done it. Well, it's so cruel on behalf of the designers, because you're playing, it's it's like Resident Evil style tank controls, if I'm remembering correctly. And yeah. even if it isn't, it's kind of slow moving and plotting. So you always feel helpless. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden there's a, a ghost that is threatening to scare the shit out of you. And how do you defeat it? By looking at it closer up in first person. It is so scary to have to, to, to willingly put yourself in the situation yes. where you're going to become more scared yes. than you already are. It's just cruel. It's it, fucking cruel. It is. It's so cruel, but it's such a cool conceit for a game and it just and it achieves exactly what you want it scares the absolute hell of you but you can also feel really cool when you get it right so yeah i think it's just such a cool weapon so that's gonna be number nine for me that's great i love that one i love that one uh uh who knows maybe the camera from pokemon snap will show up on the list whoa maybe todd snap himself maybe todd snap will go what a weapon he is he's a rocket um (laughs) my number eight this is one that i really really struggled with because this and I'm going to say that this selection okay. is a representation of the swath of weapons available in this franchise. It's one that I think speaks to the creativity as well as the humor of this franchise, even though it's not necessarily the most fun weapon to use in it. Okay. It's Mr. Zircon from the Ratchet and Clank franchise. Okay. That I could have chosen a hundred different weapons almost literally from this franchise yeah. that I really love playing with uh, some of them that I was considering was the suck cannon from from Ratchet Clank <laughs> one for obvious reasons and because <laughs> I wish I had one because I wish I had one <laughs> uh, and the Negatron Collider from Ratchet Clank Rift Apart which oh. was a lot of fun especially with the dual sense control yeah 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 and the haptic feedback but Mr. Zircon just these these floating minions that you deploy who have a very funny sense of humor mm-hmm. eventually in some of the franchises you get Miss Zircon there's a family of Zircons there <laughs> Uh, they're your 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 brothers in arms, your family in arms, and they uh, they wreck shit. And it's great because I always love in a game when you have a minion doing work with you, similar to the laptop gun. You know, yep, huck it yep. out there and it's going to help you. I love a Mr. Zircon. It makes me feel less lonely than I normally do. <laughs> uh, uh, so Mr. Zircon is my number eight. Oh, that's a great choice. And I, that must have been really tough whittling it down to which one you wanted to choose. I, at one point, I had four choices from ratchet and clank on this list and i'm like i gotta just use one i cannot take my whole list can't be ratchet and clank weapons you could have done a whole list of your favorite ratchet and clank easy no easy 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 i could have yeah that's so cool so that was your number eight yes my number eight okay my number eight is going to be the poltergeist 3000 from luigi's mansion oh great pick yes i it's just another one you know, we'll get into just guns. Anything that kills scary things. A hundred percent. It's just, just like, it's a fucking vacuum. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. He's got a vacuum on it and he's a scaredy cat just like us. We're two scaredy cats. And uh, I just, I love the way that that whole thing works. It is also Ghostbusters brought to life, which is yep. one of my favorite movies. And it's just, I just love the way that he uses that. And like, also in the Mario universe, we have been, 
told forever to be scared of ghosts. Yo, They're coming at you. There's nothing yeah, you can do. Yeah. Luigi flips out on his head and goes, no, 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 come here. I'm going to suck you up. Even though he's very afraid of having it, kind of like the camera obscura. Yeah. It's like he has to get right up in their face, but he's petrified of doing it yeah. the whole time. The animations in the Luigi's Mansion franchise are so good. So They're second good. to none. Here's a question I have though. Yes. In Luigi's Mansion. Okay. You have like legit ghosts, mm -hmm. human ass ghosts, yeah. sh anthropomorphic ghosts. What are booze then? <laughs> it's a great question. I'm glad you asked this question. Uh -huh. uh, I think you're getting a little too close to the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to men in black you right now. It's yeah. What the fuck is that all about? Yeah. So they're like, they're like, yeah, like, okay. We're going to be talking more about Mario coming up soon. I'm not going to say too much uh, just in case. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever. Keep, keep but your ears to the ground next month is all I'll say. Yeah. It's kind of an important month for Mario. Let's uh, go, baby. So it let, Sorry, what? that was, I just played a drop from uh, from the new <laughs> Mario movie. Chris Pratt. Hello, it's me, Mario. Let's oh, a go. Let's a go. <laughs> oh, man. Our friend Riley Little was like, you know what? Chris Pratt is, uh, Mario is good. I'm like, okay. Let's, oh, Riley. We need to get him back into the third seat and here go. Explain. We need to get How? him back and practice some of these weapons on him. <laughs> I like that just feels like the counter thing where it's like it's easy to shit on Chris Pratt right now, which I will gladly do and happily. Sure. Uh, We've not seen the movie yet. How in the world are you defending anything yet? That's my only thing. But true, true. You like, but then, but then how are you from the little I've heard? Yes. I am ready to judge. I am the Internet. <laughs> That's all I got for you. But no. OK, so yes, boo. What is boo? Yes. And why? Why is this? My answer is I don't know. And it scares the hell out of me <laughs> because. Why, why doesn't Luigi show up and just suck them all up? Especially the King Boo, like the big one. Suck cannon indeed. Yeah, suck cannon. That's why he needs a little suck cannon. Yeah, all too much ectoplasm on the set of, uh, <laughs> of Luigi's Mansion. Um, uh, no, I love that pick. I love the poltergeist. I got uh, Luigi's Mansion as a launch title on the GameCube way back when, and it yeah. was such a unique feeling game. And I remember we played Luigi's Mansion, yeah. uh, the, the most recent one on the Switch, mm -hmm. and... Liked it quite a bit. I liked played it. more of it and it kind of got a little stale to yeah. me. But to this day, one of our most successful episodes on this podcast was the Luigi's Mansion episode. Amazing. Yeah, for some reason. Okay, there Continues you go. to get listens. I don't know who's who's out there still listening to it. Luigi Hive. The Luigi Stand Hive. up, baby. Yeah, they said, help me out with my number eight pick. There we people go. People are just searching Luigi suck and then <laughs> our podcast is coming up and uh, who knows. Um, <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go into my number seven pick Please here. do. I don't know that you've played this game, okay? but I cannot overstate the impact that this weapon had on gaming across the board. Okay. Not just in the sense that it is a weapon and it's something unlike any weapon that I had used up to this point. It changed the way puzzles are performed in video games. It changed the way games are designed in terms of in terms of their physics. Okay. And it changed the way ammunition and environment can be used. Uh, it's the gravity gun from Half-Life 2. Uh, okay. I remember the first time I played with this. And, you know, this is Valve again, just creating weapons that add, like the portal gun, for example. Yep. Just adding, like, puzzle on puzzle on puzzle. Uh, the first time I used the gravity gun, it expected, Half-Life 2 expected you to solve a puzzle basically by like shooting something out, which would hit a barrel and would allow, because the barrel was propping up like a vent and the mm. vent would fall down and you climb up the vent or something along those okay. lines, like a grating or something. And the vocabulary for physics in video games had not been defined at that point. Right. So I walked around the room for so long with no not a single clue how I could possibly solve this problem right. because the idea of a physics-based puzzle had never occurred to me okay. up until this point. 
And when it first happened, I was, I thought I broke the game. I was yeah. like, clearly that couldn't be the solution. Right. And then it dawned on me that this game was going to expect me to use physics as a, as, as a weapon, uh -huh. much like Albert Einstein himself. Wow. He used yeah. physics as a weapon. Yeah. Yeah. Force to a nose. <laughs> <laughs> um, Famous bully, Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, bully of the, uh, 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 all the, the victims of, of the Manhattan Project, probably. Yeah, he was a participant in it. Yeah. He was uh, willing. I kept trying to take part. Yeah, like, did you? Please, I need I need to up my kill count. <laughs> they wouldn't they wouldn't have me. Are you excited for Oppenheimer? I am really excited for Oppenheimer. Are you? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Okay. There's I a know local you don't love Nolan, right? Well, it's not that like don't like him. You always it's say just, you hate him. No, I don't say that. No, no, you say that all the time. No, I do. Well, not oh, say right. That. Sorry, don't. sorry. You cover the microphone and then you say, please don't tell anyone. <laughs> I hate Christopher Nolan. Okay, if I did do that, which I'm not saying I did, mm. why would you do? Why would you say that out loud? No, it's just that I forgot about the microphone covering part, and now or, I'm, now I'm defending you. Ha, what? Well, because <laughs> no, no, I'm saying because because I'm telling you, like, don't. Yeah, I told you not to tell anyone. Then yeah. you're like, I'm going to tell. It's too late for that, though. Yeah, right. Because I it's just too did. Late. But now I'm explaining. I can't go back and change. And it's not Andrew's fault. Right. Okay. Thank you very he much. Did, he I don't did. cover the mic. Okay. Yeah. That that part I'm not arguing. Yeah. I don't hate Christopher Nolan. I just don't love him as much as other people. People are like. Inception is the best movie of all time. I'm like, eh, is it? You know, uh, let's think about that. I just, there's a local theater that Tenet is the best movie of all time. <laughs> People like Tenet. Uh, is it, there's a local theater chain that near you and I uh -huh. that is displaying a countdown clock for Oppenheimer. Oh yes, that's and true. And it's like six months away. I think one of our listeners works there actually. Oh, does he? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm just gonna assume he uh, is in, and so- No, no, it is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's six months away or something like that. And I was like, I looked at it originally I and I was that. like, yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ, how long are they gonna get? Like, what kind of batteries do they got in this thing? <laughs> and uh, it also comes out in the same weekend as Barbie. Oh, Like, wow. talk about some counter-programming. Wow. Like, very interesting, because I'm gonna go to both. So like- uh, Well, one is dealing with uh, 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 <laughs> nuclear weapons and the mm -hmm. other is the nuclear family and the toys they get for their children. Very good. I thought you are gonna do like, one's dealing about the nuclear weapons and the other is Oppenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> One's uh, dealing with two huge rockets and the other's <laughs> uh, Very good. Uh, uh, yeah, so the gravity gun, again, yeah. both in terms of uh, it putting something in my hands that I had never played with before in a video game and changing physics in video games forever. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the Havoc physics engine was used in games in memoriam since the release of Half-Life 2 and that was all owed and showed off by the gravity gun. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Okay, gravity gun. Number seven for Mikey. Number seven for me is going to be the Skyhook from Bioshock Infinite. Ooh, nice. So Andrew. thank you very much. Thank you very much. Rolling up fake sleeves. I, I Bioshock is one of those games I had to have on here in some yes. capacity. And then you start looking at the number one, you're like, you're certainly, excuse me, at the first game. And you're thinking like, maybe the bees. Yeah. Uh, maybe, yeah. you know, like fire, you know, whatever. Like I that. was thinking like, of plasmids from, from Bioshock. Yeah. I have them on my wall. I don't know yeah, if you can see them, they're behind me here. Yeah, telekinesis, winter blast. Um, no bees on here, eh? No. Hmm. I like the the best named one also from Bioshock Infinite is Murder of Crows. Murder of Crows, it's yes. Great. It's oh, great. so good. Yeah. But I was thinking about it and I couldn't choose which plasmid. There's right. so many I liked, kind of what we're doing exactly right now. This is what my conversation in my head was earlier. And I decided to, number three, which I don't think gets enough love. I think it got forgotten really quickly. Infinite, yeah. Yeah, it feels yeah. like it in a lot of ways, which I think storytelling wise and uh, especially some of the visuals is like much more creative in, in a lot of ways. Like the way that they take, the scope is so much bigger. Yeah. And I think that Skyhook gun kind of gets forgotten. And I, I just think it's one of the coolest and also most disgusting things that you can do yeah. in the game. Yeah, oh my God, yeah. Uh, so I just, I love it. So yeah, Skyhook uh, for Bioshock Infinite. I love that. That's a, that's a great pick. Thank and you. I agree. I think a lot of people... 
the narrative became Bioshock Infinite is mediocre. And I, I've never understood yeah, that. No. Because the the story itself, like there's always a lighthouse, is something that I think of all the time. Yes. Imagine being the creators of Bioshock, Ken Levine, etc. And <laughs> at all. <laughs> at all. And having the would you kindly line. Yes. And being told you got to top it somehow. I and do. I don't know if they topped it, but there's always a lighthouse and there's always a girl is something that I do think of all the time in game design and in storytelling in general. Absolutely. It's fantastic. I do. I like, I don't know. I don't think we're ruining anything. We'll just keep it super generic, but like, I'll see these games came out like 15 years ago. Yeah. So deal with it. But is that with the, would you kind of like at the end of number one? Yeah. It's kind of like a magician taking like your tablecloth and going like, Whoa, and everything stays on the table and you're like, Whoa, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then number three comes along and then they take the carpet underneath the table and go, Whoa, and you're like that. And you're like, Whoa. <laughs> and you're still standing. You're still there. standing. Like, how is that possible? <laughs> it just, it takes the, every convention you've ever believed or assumed to be true and flips it on his head. Yeah. And so therefore video games are kind of always changed because of it. Yes. Because you always, it, the, the idea of like an unreliable narrator. Yeah is a kind of a new introduction and it just, it's a really cool way to tell video games. Yep. So yeah, I just, I just always told, I was trying to tell my player one cause I'm trying to talk to her into uh, last of us two. I'm like, oh. we can't wait a year and a half. We have to play this game 100%. together. Uh, even if I just play and we just- You watch, just watch me you play. You watch me play. Do not break eye contact. I'll watch be able to tell. the first three hours of the game with me, please. <laughs> yes, that's, then we can talk about it. But I felt the same way by Bioshock Infinite when I was, I was saying to her, I'm like, you need to, play this game because I was telling her like, it's like, well, what is it? I'm like, well, these Pinkertons are after you. And you're, so you go up to a city in the sky and I can see her like eyes starting to glaze over. I'm like, no, 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 wait, wait, there's a city in the sky. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. And it's like a cult. And she's like, oh, okay. And I said, and then you walk by a barbershop quartet and it's like the twenties and they're singing uh, God only knows by the beach yes. boys. And you start doing that thing where you're like, it's not the point of the scene. You don't focus on them. Yeah. You're kind of walking by and you're like, wait, it's scene dressing. What? Like, and you, and it's just one of those things that I love about games when, or even movies when things are not like they seem yes. and you're like, Oh, that's the best feeling. I, I, it's funny you bring that story up. Cause I literally told that story to someone two days ago. Really? Yeah, of that specific oh, no scene. Way. It meant, yeah, it was great. Great that's game. Cool. Skyhook is a great representation of everything that game represents and the innovations that it brought about. So I'm, I'm glad that that's on the list. It's not on mine, but I, I really like that awesome. one. Awesome. Okay, great. My list. This is number six. This is kind of a boring one. Okay. But I think it also represents the freedom that this game uh, uh, allowed and the weird voyeurism of being dropped in a game with a seemingly lived in world, an mm. open world, which okay. to this point has now aged quite a bit. But I remember this weird, sick feeling of like, I shouldn't be doing this when I would get perched up on a building somewhere in Grand Theft Auto 3 with a sniper rifle. Oh, wow. This weird vision into the lives of, of other people. Like, again, open world sandbox game. This was the first one that we had. So whenever I would be in like a parking structure and aim a sniper rifle at like a cop or a civilian or something yeah. like that, I felt gross inside. It felt like I was killing a human being in a way because you were watching these humans live their lives yes. and you were dressing Completely them oblivious up. to you there. Exactly. Yes. And it and, and it's like non-willful willful participants, not comic booky in the way that like some of some games would be in like a Carmageddon or something where you could you could run over innocent civilians or even yes. a Grand Theft Auto yes. one and two where they're just kind of there. The weird realism of it was just a very visceral feeling. And the fact that a video game was able to, for the first time in my life at that point, give me the sense that there were real lived in human beings in it, yeah. seeing them through the scope of a sniper rifle and wondering like, can do I have this in me today? Yeah. was a very strange feeling. That, that's amazing. I, I, yeah, I, I think that's a great one because the other one too is it's kind of like similar to like, uh, their, um, uh, usual suspects or, or the, the first scene of Jack Reacher, 
where he's just through the scope is watching people. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. Kind of yeah, yeah. choosing yep. which one he's going to do. You later find out. Whatever. Uh, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to ruin Jack Reacher one for everyone. But is uh, <laughs> read the books. I guess Lee Child. Uh, your dad has it somewhere. <laughs> you don't go to an airport. They're probably yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. Um, but is it is it in, especially in Grand Theft Auto Three? It felt like the first time ever that these people were independently living yes. some kind of life that had nothing to do with you. When you shut the game off, they were still doing their hundred percent. Yeah, 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 that yeah, person yeah. was skipping, and the cop was walking down the block yeah. and you know, I kind of think so. Yeah, that's a really good choice. I didn't even think about Which that. Which is crazy because when we went back to play Grand Theft Auto 3, it was barren. It was empty. So, yeah, 3 and Vice and City. And Vice City. Which yeah. that Vice City supposedly is the next uh, location for the Grand Theft games? Uh, yes, a modern, a modern, cool. uh, like Miami kind of thing, which I'm, I'm, happy I'm very about excited well. about that. Yeah. The, when we get it four years from now. Yeah. And then, uh, and then 20 years after that will be the next one. Yes. <laughs> Cause they'll still be making money off this. Yeah. One. Of um, okay. So that was your number six. That was my number six. My number six is going to be the, and I'm going to mispronounce this. So just go with me here. The drop near spear from oh, God of War Ragnarok. Oh, great pick. I, there are so many good weapon choices yes. from God of War. Yeah. Obviously Blaze of Chaos, you know, been there for a long time. The Leviathan Axe, which really for a large part of that game, you're like, fuck, this is the best because it's chunky. Yes. And when you, when you get it, it shakes back into your arm. Yes. You feel strong while you're doing it, right? Uh, then that spear comes along and it's a little bit more, hmm, I don't want to say dainty because that's not the right Agile. word. Agile. Thank yeah. you very much. And that there's nothing more powerful than hurling these things like Sandy Koufax yes. and then tapping <laughs> it on the ground and like some huge 30 foot monsters. Like, oh, yeah. That hurts. It is the best. I absolutely loved it. It opens up the game in a tremendous way. And I think it shows the diversity of the game in the best way possible yeah. about like it, he can be a brute, but he can also do other stuff too. And I think this is like one of the biggest uh, highlights of it. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, one of the reasons I struggled with God of War 2018 is because the Blades of Chaos are so iconic for Kratos mm -hmm. and uh, the forced utilization of the Leviathan Axe instead, I was like, this is blasphemous. I'm like, mm -hmm. for you you never played the original God of Wars, right? No, not or, the yeah. original ones now. So as a God of War fan, I'm like, what am I even doing here if I yeah. don't have the Blades of Chaos? But the, that, that Leviathan Axe grows on you so much so to the fact that in God of War Ragnarok, mm -hmm. I didn't even want to use the Blades of Chaos. I loved using the, the, the Leviathan Axe. And and then with like five, six hours left in the game, maybe eight hours or so, <laughs> you get the drop near spear and it kicks so much ass. It's so cool. The premise being you can you can hurl a bunch of them and yeah. then basically like call them back into your hand because you have these rings. It, it like keeps populating new spears in your hand. Yeah. And then when you impale them into something, you can just explode them and they and they take another chunk of health off of the enemy. It's so cool. So cool. It's just, it's also cool that like you could, you know, we, we a lot of our lists are the ingenuity and the creativity of some of these weapons, which is yeah. really cool. In this one, you, you you are Kratos, who is a very one note character. And yeah. I think what we've really liked about Ragnarok is it kind of shows different degrees of him, which sure. is cool. And the weapons do the exact same thing. Instead of this like, like blind rage getting in someone's face, it does something a little different. And it really shows how, you know, how it kind of like reflects the game in a really good way and yeah. the storytelling in a really good way. Yeah. So that's why it always stood out to me. So I love the drop. Spear. I love it. And spears in games, like you talk about favorite weapon types. The spear is my favorite weapon type in any game that you can play. And you, that, and it may have some representation later on this list. Well, you know what? You know what doesn't have representation on my list, but I, I think it's a good time to shout swords? out. Swords. Oh shit. Yeah. Swords. Right. Fuck. I don't know if I have swords either. Okay. Fuck. Okay, yeah. Okay, whatever. Yeah, swords too. But I was going to say- um, All the Final Fantasy fans are screaming right now. 100% oh, of Halo. The Buster Sword. Where's the Buster Sword? <laughs> Cloud is the greatest. Where's the Buster Sword? It's so big. And Do I you hear that? 
I'm that's talking. What, that's you. how you sound. That's how you sound. That's how you sound. I'm not even making fun of you. No, I'm just. That's saying, how you sound. We no. recorded you earlier. That's how you sound. Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. I'm flattering you right now. Are you feeling flattered? You <laughs> sword. Oh no. Uh, the other one I was gonna say is a bow and arrow. I oh. love bow and arrows in games. Yeah, and it's not on my list, and it's my favorite thing. The only one I might have added was Last of Us bow and arrow when you're sneaking around. And, and then somebody's like, huh? <laughs> like, there the there is a, a uh, it's not on my list, so I'll bring it up, but the bow and arrow from Gears of War 3, I mm. think, or 2, which has like an exploding tip on it. Yes. And you get a headshot and just the visceral explosion with the active reload is such a satisfying feeling. That's I love awesome. that weapon so much, but it's not on my list. Oh, there we go. So there we go. So we're getting, we're getting some, I like the way of doing this actually, instead of just at the end going like, here's a bunch of yeah, things yeah, that yeah, I yeah, list. Yeah. Like, no, it's now, organically. Now we, can talk, now we can talk a little bit about uh, uh, some, some of the Fantastic. more. Um, um, so funny. number five for you? Number five for me. This one, I'm, 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 I don't know, especially in this game, I think a lot of people would pick other weapons to choose but one of the most fun experiences i've ever had in a game was it came on the n64 and it was one of the first times i played a game that introduced several franchises into one cool and it's i'm not talking mario kart because okay. that was another one that did it i'm talking about smash bros ah. because the the ability to play you know mario kart would still kind of keep things in the family with like mario and video games but like the fact that you have pikachu and link and and uh uh, uh and mario and all these other yeah uh, uh donkey kong characters that you could play with in, in yeah. smash bros but then as an item they include pokeballs yes the in, in a game, to this point, I had never been able to, in any video game, Fuck pick up off. a Pokeball and throw it, yeah. and, have it uh, uh, and have a Pokemon come out. Not even in the Pokemon games. This was the first experience I ever had getting able to pick one up, throw it, and have a reaction. The Pokeball from Super Smash Bros. Oh, is my number five. Phenomenal. I wanted to put Pokeball on here, and I couldn't figure out how to do it. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, 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 so yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay, that's really good. So, yeah, that's a really good, also organic way of, like, mentioning Pokeballs. Because yes. you do use them as a weapon. Yeah, 100%. Game. You, you oh, huck them man. at someone's head, and then a, a Charizard, Charizard yeah. comes out and <laughs> starts blowing shit up. It's great. I do love that, like, a nine-year-old child's like, here you go. It throws a ball, and you're like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> you're like fucking Solid Snake, and you're like, no, oh, okay. <laughs> and then a fucking dragon comes out. And you're like, ah! <laughs> oh, man, Metal that, is, gear? that is such a good choice. All right, my number five uh is going to be actually very similar that's funny that we're doing this this is the way this is my favorite weapon it's also from the it's not also excuse me it's from the mario universe okay so this is my this is my entry for the mario universe i wanted to choose the tanuki suit because you look adorable yes. and you're powerful and yes. you can fly for fuck's yeah, sake yeah, yeah yeah pretty good weapon no we need to choose the greatest weapon right that's that's the goal of this and i chose the one bread to be a weapon his whole life this weapon both can ride and lay eggs. Yoshi. Oh. The, he is born to be a, a weapon. <laughs> I, I get him going like, let's go. And he's like, you got it. It's like if your fucking horse in Red Dead also shot a gun. It's phenomenal. And Yoshi. the enemies. Yes, he ate your enemies. enemies. And you can also sacrifice him like willingly. You yes. can use him as a shield pretty much. Oh, Yoshi, the weapon. I love, I love that. He is a weapon. He's a weapon. And, and, and... I love the idea of of a weapon running away from you. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Middle of a fight, it gets hit, 
takes its eggs and goes home. Uh, and then, but later he's like, hey, what's up? I'm like, good. Glad good. you're back. Glad you waited for me at it's, this checkpoint. And me and like, I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger and he's Carl Weathers. And we just like, <laughs> yeah, let's go. Power handshake. Oh my God. Yoshi, yeah. Yoshi's a great pick. Thank and, you very much. Uh, and I think is used in so many different contexts. And and one of the first experiences, I think, in, in, a, in a 2D platformer of like riding anything. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. It, it completely changes the game. Like, yeah. and I, without oh, being God. a win button, you know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe it just said change the game. And I didn't mean that ironically. I meant like it does change the style of how you play the game. Right. You know, and I just, man, it's so changes cool. the game. It changes the game. The uh, game changer. But the players, Mario, are the same. <laughs> um, okay. I'm going to go with the players are the same. My number four God damn is, uh, is something I don't think we're going to spend a lot of time on it. And it's almost upsetting that it's this high on my list, but it means a lot to me, Andrew. Okay. Um, what's my favorite franchise of all time? Overwatch. Andrew. It's not Overwatch. My favorite franchise of all time. Your favorite franchise. It's not oh, Ratchet and Clank we talked about. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dark Souls. Yeah. Okay. Well, it was a it was 80 hours of the first game and 40 hours into the second game before I really started to understand what it was about Dark Souls that everyone loved. And during that time, or, or at that time when it all started to click to me, I finally found the weapon that was going to get me through the rest of the game. And the reason I decided to get a weapon like this was because I was watching Game of Thrones, or not even watching, I think I was reading the books at the time, and the Red Viper of Dorne used a spear. And Dark Souls had a partisan, which scaled well with dexterity. And just a, a typical partisan, you, you carry it, gives you all the all the spear jabbiness that you could okay. ever need. Uh, buy it from a, a merchant, no yeah. big deal. But that trusty spear partisan was like, a, a godsend to me. It was the it was the the tool that allowed me to realize what everyone loved about Dark Souls because I finally found a style that fit and suited oh. the way I wanted to play the game. So the partisan at number four from Dark Souls Two is 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 way too high on my list, but still something that I had to show some love to because oh, it's great. It represents not just the weapon itself, but the key that I had to use to unlock the enjoyment that I eventually had for the okay. Dark Souls franchise. Uh, the Red Viper was the internet's boyfriend. Uh, yes, Pedro, Pedro Pascal. Pascal. Yeah. Okay. I actually, I was having a conversation about The Last of Us with someone recently, and they said that uh, it, someone who had never played the games, and I'm okay. so I love these conversations with people who haven't played The Last of Us because getting their interpretation of what the show was is is often wildly different. Yeah, you realize that you fill in a lot of the blanks as someone who's watched the game that are sometimes left missing from people mm -hmm. who are just watching the TV show. And he's like, he's like, I just don't understand why Joel is so likable all the time. Like he's supposed to be a curmudgeon and this and that, but you just look at him and you're like, that's just too, too likable of a guy. And I realized when they cast Pedro Pascal, mm -hmm. he was not the Pedro Pascal that Pedro Pascal is today. He no. was not the internet's dad no. or the internet's boyfriend. Yes. Sometimes both. Um, <laughs> we can all hope. We can all hope. Um, um, so they probably didn't realize what he was going to become and, yeah. and he was going to play curmudgeon better or it was going to play off that way more. But now we have so many other affinities and associations with, with yes. Pedro Pascal that it does change who Joel is at his core. I, I would agree with you because we already inherently, I think we actually talked about this on one of the, on, our, on the Mushroom Club, patreon.com, so Great Podcast, our, our Patreon, $5 a month, uh, is about, uh, we talked about like when you cast Christopher Walken, you yes. already are loaded in with all these memories of like, oh, he's spooky. Watch yeah. out. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. And then, you know, you could play off Typer here a little bit, but like, I think the problem is you're right. When they cast Pedro Pascal, it's like, oh, we'll just choose a good actor. And now we're, everyone's like, we love this guy. Yeah. You know who they should blame, honest to God, is his stylist. 
Oh because, God, yeah. yeah. Because he starts showing up in like these incredibly like big, bold fashion choices. And everyone's like, this guy's pretty cool. Yes. I like this guy. Yes. And now it's like, I like Joel. And you're like, ah, I don't yeah. know if you're supposed to, guys. 100%. 100%. Like, you're supposed to respect Joel a little bit, but yeah. like, you're not liking him. So they're like, when when uh, Joel goes Joel mode at the end of the season, yeah. uh, everyone's like, where did that come from? And you're like, well, all the other characters have been talking about how, yes, like what his past was like. They've been warning you this whole season. <laughs> exactly. Tess, exactly. Tommy, everybody's like, yeah, that guy. Even him's like, I shot too many guns. I'm going deaf in this year. And you're like, I wonder how that happened. But Shooting the Mandalorian <laughs> would never do that. Like, yes, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the way. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, okay. So the, the partisan from Dark Souls 2 is my number four. Number four. And my number four is going to be an iconic one. Uh, I had to have it pretty high on this list because it's so fucking cool. And whether you know this game, actually speaking of Last of Us, mm. whether you know this game or you don't, everyone knows who scorpion is from mortal Kombat. oh fuck yeah and get over here isn't is just a you know just commonplace expression that you could have whatever there are movies there are whatever the spear from scorpion's hands when he rips somebody and brings them across the screen love that when when that game first of us come out midway you know really had something on their hands where like oh my god you can do that it's got to be one of the coolest feelings in the world so i just think it it kind of almost transcends video games in a lot of ways because it's just now pop culture statement and to the point that even we just watched last of us and she's and ellie's so excited to go play mortal Kombat. yes it's funny the uh uh I'm sure we have listeners who are too young to have played Mortal Kombat when Mortal Kombat first came out. Sure. But at the time that it came out, the first time you saw Scorpion go get over, Mm -hmm. say get over here out loud and bring the other player character up close to him, that was game changing. Oh, to borrow a term. (laughs) Yeah. This is top 10 uh, weapons of video games. Colon, game changer. Game changer. It's, it is impossible to overstate how cool that was as a Ugh. moment. And clearly, because it's now echoed through the uh, the history of game development, Scorpion's spear continues to show up in all the modern Mortal Kombat games. Scorpion himself continues to show yeah. up. Just a, a standard sprite with a yellow garb. Like, the reason Scorpion's still there is because of that spear. Yeah, it, yeah. it's so true. And I just, I also want to say, just now that we're talking about it, that first movie, when uh, the spear uh, it opens up and it's kind of like uh, got a mouth to it. That was weird as hell. No, thank you. That was, no, that is not <laughs> canonical in my books at all. No, it was like, yeah, it was like a snake almost. Yeah, that, like you like, kind of like opened up like a like a, a Venus flytrap, like yeah, three yeah, parts. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. No, no thanks. We no, don't. Thank we you. don't need that. I'm good with it just being uh, a dagger yeah, or just, something it's like a that. Dagger, yeah. with a rope, fishing yeah. line, fishing line. Yeah, it's got like barbs on it, so it just makes you stick. Yes, exactly. I'm totally okay with this. You, when he's not lighting people on fire, he's his, catching and roasting bass. Okay, can I? There's <laughs> <laughs> Red Dead too coming back again. <laughs> Is okay. Can I say though? Are we giving him too much? He breathes fire. He's got a spear. His head is a skull. What is going on here? Mm. Is this too much? If you counterpoint, mm-hmm. if you breathed fire, yeah. wouldn't your head only be a skull? This is very interesting. This is kind of like a, uh, you know, uh, what the hell is it called? The, the ghost rider kind of situation. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally get that. But it's like, if they're going to say like, his shoes are also nice. And you're like, <laughs> okay, I guess like, you know, whatever. Top dance with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. He's better than Fred Astaire. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Number four for me is going to be uh, a scorpion spear. Singing from in the rain. It's just putting out his fires. Like, no, <laughs> no. My one weakness. Get me over there. <laughs> yeah. By the way, speaking of singing in the rain, not yeah. going to get into it now. Incredible movie. It, sure. Uh, overrated. No, I'm kidding. I'm, kidding. I'm joking. Um, uh, uh, there's a scene of it replicated in the show I just watched called Paul T. Goldman. Have you heard about yeah, Paul T. Goldman's good. Have you seen it? Yep. 
let's talk about that off air because okay. that is a fucking wild show. It's a real it's wild a required show. viewing in yeah. my in my J- opinion. Jason Walner made it and directed it. Yes. I, I'm a huge fan of his. If yeah. you liked the rehearsal, I think yeah, you'll like this. It's truly a bizarre story. It so. is. It made me feel viscerally uncomfortable while watching it. I felt gross and I loved everything. <laughs> Okay, we'll talk about that for sure. Yeah. Your number three? My number three is the uh, the M6D pistol from, is it the M6D or M5D? M6D pistol. I, I, I always thought it was 5D. I think I may have mistyped that. Okay. Either way, the pistol from Halo Combat Evolved. Ah, the scoped oh, pistol, okay. which was low-key the, the, the greatest weapon in the game, yeah. the most powerful weapon in the game. It basically was a pistol and a sniper rifle at the same time. <laughs> it had a scope. It was like three headshots and you'd kill someone with it. Like wow. I would get the assault rifle in yeah. that game and most people would and you'd huck that thing away. You'd throw it at the enemy because yeah. you had a better chance of killing them with this fucking pistol. It was almost a cheat code. It was like an odd job level cheat code mm. of something that's in the base game that is kind of unfair when wielded by the right person. Yeah. And baby, <laughs> you're looking at the right person. I like you call me baby. That was nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So this is interesting. I don't have any Halo weapons on my yeah. list. Yeah. Where, what would have been like two and three here? Honestly, I considered putting the sniper rifle from, from Halo really? as well. Okay. I, uh, just because that was a, uh, one really cool thing about the sniper rifle is it had like a screen on it. Yes. And I remember when you were walking without it up to your, like, like when you weren't scoped in, you could see what was represented on the screen. It would change. Like it was like there was a smaller screen oh, cool. of your, of your TV screen based on what the sniper rifle was looking at. And, and the feeling of, of headshots and halo. One of the first, one of the first, I think first person shooters that really busted open the mm-hmm. landscape and allowed you enough space to use sniper rifles in yes. like an open area. Yes. That was a, that was a fantastic feeling. That's amazing. No, no, or the sneaky, sticky grenade, a sticky, sticky grenade. grenade oh, awesome. that was yeah, very good. Yeah. But like this is uh this is where the absence of swords really uh the energy shows sword up. yeah the energy yeah. sword yeah uh no needle no nothing no. the needler yeah. the needler was funny because it was always somewhat underpowered and then they tried to make a statement with it in <laughs> Halo two or three about being like the needler's now powerful and it was way too fucking powerful you'll respect us yes. <laughs> you'll respect the needler uh no I mean with all the creativity of the guns in Halo I've never been an energy weapon fan yeah so whether it's the needler or the one of the charge guns or anything just give me a mechanical gun. 10 times sure. out of 10. Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. Okay, so that's that's your number three. That's my number three. Uh, my number three, guys, <laughs> I love Mario Kart. Oh, right? Mario Kart's got to show up on this list a little uh-huh. bit here. And you think, oh, God, what, what is Andrew going to choose? A blue shell? Don't, oh, Andrew, my God. please don't. I, Mike, yeah, I would not. I would not, even though you're wearing a blue shirt. But is I... Uh, I would not because that's a cheat code. Yes. And like, that's also, that's for the, that's for the high class of society. The, the people that have blue shells to throw at everybody. I honestly have never even been able to use a blue shell. Why is that? Well, because oh, I was only, always in first, oh, always in first oh, place. God, I was just waiting for that one. Yeah. Yeah. I am not going to do that. I think, I think the most powerful weapon in this whole game, the, the, the humble and lowly single banana. <laughs> and I'm being a hundred percent serious. <laughs> there is nothing more embarrassing <laughs> and hurtful yes. than you being in first and going like, I'm going to hold on to this one single banana. And then you kind of work your way back, look backwards and drop it right in front of somebody yes. as they burn out. And you're like, <laughs> I can do no wrong. It is. It is the ultimate flex. It is. It's, it's like killing someone with slappers and golden eye. Exactly. It, it's, it's like you just stunt on someone. Yeah. It's so different than Fortnite. Like the pickaxe, like, you know what? I don't need this gun. And just like start smacking them yeah. a little bit. Yeah. It is, it's so good. It's only solemn. To, it's only second to not multiple bananas. Fuck that. That's multiple. No, no, no. One single green shell. One single green you shoot shell. backwards directly at somebody. I, I think underrated is the is the uh, the item box, the fake item box. Oh, 
Because when you get someone with bad, call. it's it, and it's almost impossible when you're playing with people who know the level and know yes. where things are. But if there's just a cluster of items and you make it unavoidable, mm -hmm. you can use it as though it's a banana or you can use it as like, uh, you just try to drop it exactly in where an item exactly. is and hide it in there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. Absolutely. That one, that one's good too because then you feel like the smartest person in the world. Which again, I usually do. <laughs> it's like Spycraft. It's, it is. It's like Spy Kids. <laughs> yes, it's like Spy Kids. Who yes. are just 3D. Pulling on their dad's pinky saying, bad man. Dude. Bad man. <laughs> and these are Spy Kids. Yeah, yeah. Like Antonio Banderas now has to look at you and be like, you're the bad man? Yeah. And you're like, oh no, Pussy Boots is going to attack me. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Call off Shark Boy and Lava Girl. <laughs> and Uncle Machete. Oh my God. Who's in Spy Kids. Wait, Danny Trejo's in those yes. movies? Yes. Oh, wow. And his name is Uncle Machete. Oh, he plays... Machete in he that in those movies. Yeah, I, I'm not even kidding. Oh, wow. And it's a Robert Rodriguez movie. Spy oh, Kids. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So Uncle Machete. What a career, Robert Rodriguez. What a career. <laughs> wow. What a career. Um, okay, so that is my number three. Mikey, let's get on to your number two. Uh, by the way, I love the confidence in choosing the banana over Thank one you. of the others. That, that's a great pick. I appreciate that. My number two is something much more on the nose. Uh, uh, a part of my body I would not have if I were to swing these things around uh, too often. It's the Blades of Chaos oh, from Blades God of, of War. Um, uh, you thought nunchucks were dangerous. <laughs> I am severing all of my arteries uh, in in one yeah. fell swoop with this one. No, the Blades of Chaos just is an iconic weapon. They 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 serve their purpose throughout the entire original God of War games, uh, and you know still serve their purpose in the new ones, uh, God of War twenty eighteen and Ragnarok. I don't think they play nearly as well. I think the range just doesn't feel as good as they feel in in the original games. But from a creativity standpoint and a visual standpoint, man working those blades of chaos for the first time that you ever played the original God of War was unlike any weapon I've ever seen in a game. And, and I've, I don't know if I've ever felt something that uh, since then has felt so cool and has looked so cool as wielding the blades of chaos. Shout out to Kratos, two weapons from the God of War. Wow. Look list. at us. Yeah. We've changed. <laughs> All right. My number two, we can talk about the laptop gun now. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, I love the laptop gun. Yeah. I, not only do I love perfect dark and I always will, uh, Joanna Dark. Joanna Dark. Uh, is it? You're right. It's the it's the ingenuity of it. I first of all, I like the look of it. Yeah, I like that it transforms. That's really cool. The noise it makes when it shoots is oh, really great. Yes, and then also it could just set up as a as a, like a, a turret. A, a turret. Yeah. yeah, that's phenomenal. It was it was so cool. We've told the story on the podcast before. You and I used to have sleepovers, and we mm -hmm. would set like the the hardest. <laughs> Yeah, like, like I guess last, last week. week. Yeah, I guess last week he's used to. Yeah, we would set up in complex and have the hardest bots, yeah. and we would just run around, grab as many of the laptop guns and ammunition as we could, post up in one area where they couldn't get to. Because in Perfect Dark, as opposed to Goldeneye, there was like an upper level yes. of one of the ramp areas in complex. We would huck the laptop guns and we would just sit there and like eat cookies in real life yeah. and watch as the bots would get mowed down. Uh, life uh, didn't get much better than life, that, man. Honestly, yeah. one of my greatest memories yeah. in the world. It was like so two good. liters of like orange crush and uh, pizza bites. And you're like, fuck yeah. And then next we're going to play <laughs> WCW versus NWR. Oh, what, a, what, a, what a time, man. What a life. What I, Did it just burn out all of our dopamine receptors and that's why things suck right now? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Our, real, our generation's real fucked. Yes. Yeah. Like, no, he thinks ours is, ours is fucked. Uh, next ones? Yeah. Yeah, we're doing a really bad job. So that was number two. Uh, <laughs> Before we move on from number two, Perfect Dark, Goldeneye, 
those sorts of like rare first person shooters. There yeah. are tons of weapons in there. I considered putting the RCP 90 on there or even the original PP, like the silenced PP seven, mm -hmm. just that great doof, doof, that yeah. sound. Yeah. Uh, any other games from those or, or weapons from those games that, that you considered making? Uh, I'm like, yeah, I think you're just gonna have to wait till number one. Oh, wow. Yeah. Never mind. No, well, way to tease, way to set me up, baby. Shit. Okay. Well then why don't you go into your okay, number one? I'll do yeah. my number one then. The number one is going to be the RCP 90 oh, from yeah. GoldenEye. Yeah. It is. And you know why? It was the first thing I wrote down and I just went, when I think of a video game gun yeah. and I think about that cheat code of like, fuck yeah, yes. watch out. You go from the person that's kind of like running around and watching to the person that's going after people. Like, yes. you know, RCB 90 just felt like the most powerful gun in the world. Now, and is it- sounded like it too. Oh God, it's yeah. just the way it ramps up. Yeah. It just, I think about it with paintball mode and just by yep. the end, it oh. looks like a, a fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, splatter artist. Oh, Sidney Pollock. Jackson Pollock. Jackson Pollock. Cindy Pollock's a, an actor. Yeah. Yeah, is uh, Jackson Pollock. Thank you very much. It just looks like just everything. You've covered everything. Yes. And you're like, man, I'm letting people up. Now, is it even the best gun in the game? I don't know. Doesn't matter. It's how I feel yes. when I hold it. Oh my God. Is this what it's like to be a gun owner? <laughs> when I feel, I feel so powerful. I feel like I'm holding God's penis. Like All, all I want to say is get rid of background checks. Yeah. Like get yeah. my RCP 90. I'm mad now. <laughs> yeah. So RCP 90. Do you think the RCP 90 has like a lasting appeal in popular culture or is that just an us thing? I bet you it's just a golden eye us thing yeah. because I also, the look of it's really cool. The yeah. orange and the gray and the black and stuff. I, you're right. It doesn't have this iconic thing. I don't want to say anything because you still have your number one pick and then we yes. can kind of talk about a few ones that we've left out there. There are a few really iconic guns where you talk about, you're like, that's a gun. Here we go. That's a weapon. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. The RCB 90 isn't at that top of the list and I'm not sure why to be perfectly honest because like I said, when I thought of this list, it immediately, that's where it went to. It, I, it was on my initial list. Okay, there you go. And uh, and then I thought about all the other, like, you know, the, the Silence PP7, I was almost like, kind of like your banana pick from yeah. Mario Kart. I'm yeah. like, don't overthink it. That, yeah. we that weapon was fucking awesome. Yeah. Like a silenced weapon, the sound, mm -hmm. uh, going through facility with that fucking hell. Just Love like, just the best. Oh, un unreal. But the opposite okay. of going through a facility with a with a small gun that makes no sound <laughs> is going through the depths of hell with a giant shotgun. I was blowing the this. brains off of demons who get in your way. It's the super shotgun, aka combat shotgun from Doom. I fucking love this thing. Okay, can I ask? I I agree with you. Yeah, it's also the, I wanted a shotgun on here somewhere. But when people think of Doom, yeah, they think of the BFG, the BFG, the big fucking gun. But to me, again. I'll use, I'll use, this is the, this is the Mario Kart corollary. I yeah. think you've just created a new corollary. Thank you. Thank you. Don't overthink it. Don't yeah. go for the flashy thing. No. I want, I want the connoisseur's choice. <laughs> and that connoisseur is the, is the giant ass shotgun that you have. Well, I, I completely agree with you in the way that you spend most of the game with the shotgun. Yes. And so therefore you have a connection with it. Sure. You know, what's funny. We didn't talk about, uh, oh, sorry. What's it called? Uh, Handsome Jack and- uh, the, Oh, uh, 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 What the hell is that game called? Jesus Christ. I'm so Borderlands. sorry. I put you on Borderlands. Thank yeah, you yeah, very yeah. much. I put you on the spot there. But that's a game where you but, do- By the way, my name is Mikey. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. Ugly Mike, the handsome Jack. Yeah, I'm so sorry about that. Shit, you got me again. <laughs> Stash Mikey. <laughs> um, is is that in that game, you do create a loyalty with certain brands and sure, things like that. Sure. So you do have like a real connection to these guys. Yes. With this one, you carry around the shotgun most of the game. So you're kind of like, well, that's the one. 
that you spend the time with. Whereas the BFG you get for these, like, it's kind of like saying like the star is your favorite thing in Mario. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, when I get it, sure. sure. But that's not the thing that kept me going through that game. No, you have a sentimental attachment to it. 100%. And, and again, you know, similar to GoldenEye, mm -hmm. you start off with the PP7 and it almost doesn't get better. No, that. I mean, it gets different and it gets more powerful, but it doesn't get better necessarily. And that's the same with this shotgun. The, or life. Oh, it doesn't man. get better. It gets different. <laughs> Definitely gets different. Different, yeah. It also gets much worse. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, did we say that? <laughs> it, it makes me want to, speaking of shotguns, Kurt Cobain myself. <laughs> oh my God, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, the, uh, no, but, but the, how they nailed the visceral feeling and the sound and the yeah. power of it yeah. in such an early game. It, it is rare to have a weapon that feels as powerful as the shotgun does. And they did so with such limited resources at their disposal. Yeah. Just fucking amazing. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. And you're like, I think we should have brought this up more, but it's the noise. And then also, uh, especially in Doom, it's what that gun does to the enemy. Yes. Where they're kind of like half or three quarter diagonally shot yes. off. And yeah. they're like, oh God, it, but it feels powerful in yes. your hand. You know, it's it's great. Yeah. And uh, I, was, I wasn't sure if you were going to have the shotgun on there, but... But it did. You want to go over some? Uh, I was. Uh, I would uh, love to mentions. recap our list here a little oh, bit. Sure, and, oh, so we could do honorable mentions as well. But it's also that uh, only one overlap. I'm very proud of us. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, that, good that job. Is by, impressive. Good job by us. Uh, I'll, I'll start. So uh, number ten, the plasma cutter from from uh, Dead Space, the laptop gun from Perfect Dark, yes. Mister Zircon from Ratchet and Clank, uh, first appearance in Future Tools of Destruction, but also a, a staple of the franchise. Gravity gun from Half Life Two, the sniper rifle from GTA Three, the Pokeball from Smash Bros, nice. the Partisan from Dark Souls Two. Andrew's favorite pick on my list. Yep. Uh, the M60 pistol from Halo 1, Combat Evolved, Blades of Chaos from uh, uh, not God of any God of War pre-2018. Okay. And the Doom shotgun, Super <laughs> Shotgun, aka Combat Shotgun. All right, mine's gonna be the D uh, number 10, the DMR from Fortnite, number nine, Camera Oscura from Fatal Frame, number eight, the Poltergeist 3000 from Luigi's Mansion, number seven, the Skyhook from Bioshock Infinite, number six, the Drop oh, Near Spear. I thought you meant from the LA Lakers. Oh, the skyhook? Yeah. Well, it is the most devastating weapon in all of basketball. No one can guard it. He's 7'4". It's amazing. <laughs> Number six, the drop near spear from God of War Ragnarok. Number five, Yoshi himself. Number four, scorpion spear from Mortal Kombat. Number three, the single humble banana. And uh, from Mario Kart, and number two, the laptop gun for Perfect Dark. And number one, the RCP90 from GoldenEye. I love it. It's a great list, Andrew. Thank you very much. I like your list as well. Oh, thanks. Do you like mine? Uh, like, I don't know, like... You're like, oh shit, I like his list better than mine. I no, 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 no. No? No. But you know what? I did, I was very cover, jealous. Cover the mic for a sec. Okay. What do you, honestly, do you? Yeah, I, uh, I, no, I like mine more. You know, I will say I'm jealous of this uh, Smash Bros one. That yes, was really yeah, good. Yeah, that yeah, one's yeah, like, yeah. fuck, that's a, that's a very I, I'm one. jealous of the banana pick. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah, you very yeah. much. Um, so what was it? Do you want to shake hands? Uh, sure. Okay. Just close your eyes for a sec. Close my eyes? Yeah, and then I'll walk over to you. <laughs> What's that? Are you okay? Is there a cat in the room? Uh, yep. Uh, okay. Here, shake hands. Okay. Oh God, it's so wet. It's oh. wetter than usual. Are you okay? Um, I spat in it. Oh, okay, great. Why did you spit in your hands? Well, that's it. Was a handshake. Uh huh. You can't have a dry handshake. It's what? like sex. <laughs> Too bad I had cut my hand open because I thought we we're like blood brothers or something <laughs> like that. And all your saliva got in there. It's disgusting. Mike, you have like a top 50. So give me some, like, a couple of honorable mentions. So the Buster Sword from Final Fantasy VII ah, was there. Okay. Um, uh, the Suck Cannon from Ratchet & Clank 1 was the Shotgun from Mass Effect mm. 2 and 3. 
uh, just because it reflected my play style really yeah. well of like getting up close and personal. It was the first RPG game where I played as like a heavy in yeah. that sense. And it was very fun for me. Uh, I mentioned the Negatron Collider from Ratchet and Clank. Uh, and I did have the RCP 90 as well. The one that wasn't on this list that, that should have been on one of our lists, but, but obviously didn't make I it. Might- the Lancer. Lancer from yeah, Gears of War. That's exactly the first one I was going to mention. It's actually my number 11. Like that was the one I actually cut to Same, get that, on there. When, when you and I were talking, I was like, shit, I didn't realize I have 11 on my list. Yeah. The, uh, the, the, the one I oh, had to remove was the Lancer. That was the toughest one for me because it's just, it's so chunky. And as like, a chainsaw gun. Yeah, it's so cool. It's fucking awesome. Like it literally developed a game around this fucking gun yes. and how cool it is. Yeah. Uh, the other one that I really want to mention was the pipe bomb from Left 4 Dead. Oh, great. Uh, just one of the fucking best. You're in the shit. You're one of your guys are down the witch is coming after you and you can huck a pipe bomb and a hundred zombies yes. run after it yeah. and blow up. Very satisfying. The fucking best. The, the uh, one kind of subtle one that I wanted to pick was a lead pipe from Condemned Criminal Origins. Oh, nice. Just as a representation of what good first person shooter hand-to-hand combat can feel totally. like or melee combat. Yeah. How intimate that game is. You know oh, man. I mean? Yeah. It's a great, great one. And then uh, uh, one final one that I wanted to pick was the uh, the Blink from the Dishonored franchise, which okay. isn't quite a weapon because it doesn't hurt anyone, but just the ability to like look up at a ledge and and shoot yourself up, like blink yeah. yourself up there was was great. I had, t- I had two more. I had, uh, I had uh, oh, I'm just forgetting one now. Uh, oh no, Andrew. Oh God. Oh boy. But I uh, thought it was all about your mental acuity was your weapon. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, you forget your weapon. Misfiring. Yeah. Uh, the cardboard box from uh, Metal oh, Gear nice. Solid. Yeah, I was yeah, going to yeah, be like, yeah, that's yeah. a weapon. I don't yeah. care what anyone says. The portal gun. That's what I was going to say. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. As well. Like, yeah. I think that would be high up for most people, but I just, for the, how I've been making my list of what is a weapon. Yeah. I, I had a tough time putting yeah, that in. Yeah. I, I heard you. And yeah. that, that was same, same thing with the blank from dishonored for me. Fair enough. Uh, uh, and, and also uh death loop had, had a lot of, you know, same, same oh, yeah. development company. So a lot of similar sort of powers that I could have used as a, as a weapon. I did, I thought about incorporating more powers, but mm-hmm. I just like the objective something as a weapon and totally yeah, yeah yeah that's kind of like the difference between the plasmids that, 100%, and, yeah, yeah. 100%. no i'm i'm, yeah, I'm absolutely yeah. with you man that was a good list that was a fantastic that was, fun. List. That was a lot of fun hey if there's anything that we missed the busker sword <laughs> the busker sword is my favorite <laughs> then email us the retrograde podcast at gmail.com or or reach out to us yeah. on our socials we'd love to read some of those uh uh whatever we missed on the next list and i will read it in, in your voice yes yeah yeah so tell us exactly how to read it yes <laughs> in a real chad type oh boy okay i don't <laughs> believe it but yeah let us know what we missed but that was a good list mike that was fantastic well until we get to talk again we love every single one of you and we can't wait to talk to you soon my name is andrew baskerman for the final time it is the bad man of podcasting mr b mop himself oh yeah mikey Aaronworth. thanks you're just doing homework for me like double checking my my word yeah yeah Uh, Yeah, yeah. this is the retrograde podcast game over (laughs) where was that coming from why did you do that to me what did i do wrong I feel like I betrayed you in some way. It's like, oh, you took all my picks. No, I didn't. No, it's friendly. I don't, I didn't. It's friendly. I didn't want to give you a dry high five, Andrew. You're embarrassing me in front of the listeners. (laughs) That's something I've often said. Oh, that high five was so dry. It's called a high five, not a dry five. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. That's not comedy.